everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm here with Zach Goldfinch. He has just released his debut album titled My Mind Catharsis, and I'm really excited to learn all about it. Zach, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's, um, it's, it's uh, really hot over here, as it is for you. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Um, it's, uh, it's, um, it's great. Uh, yeah, I'm really thankful for you having me on. Yeah, man, super happy to have you. It always, uh, it's always better when the music is fantastic, just like yourself. So, I mean, where to start, really? I guess we're going to start out with the lyrics. Um, from mm-hmm. what I can tell and from what I've listened to, this record as a whole is really all about getting things off your chest and out into the open, just like you said. So what was the thought process behind that before you really started making the album? Um, I think for me... It was, I mean, I, I started writing them as singles first. So a lot of it came from um, ideas that I kind of wanted to explore in one way or another. And it, it wasn't even music at first. It was kind of, you know, like a bit of poetry or a bit of like, you know, just scribbling and stuff. Yeah. So um, once I kind of had, you know, three or four, actually probably in this case, I had probably about 25 different ideas. I, I was realizing that I needed oh. to probably narrow it down. And I thought the best way to do that would be like an album or an EP um but yeah that's like the main like way sure no no no. I totally understand that it's funny when people put out albums typically it's like hey I'm gonna make an album rather than you know I have a single here and a single there oh look I have 10 songs or whatever it is I have an album now yeah I kind of like that you're going about it a different way but at the same time, it sort of feels like there is an overarching message of it all. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I try not to be um, super preachy with my music. Um, sure. It's very hard at the moment, you know, with um, <laughs> everything that's going on around the world. But yeah, um, yeah I, try, I try really hard to not be, you know, um, like I said, super preachy. But there's, I think the idea of the album has just been like you said so eloquently it's about getting things off your chest and um i think it was a pretty good exploration of um different tools for me and how i did that or different feelings i was having during tom brian this album like i think the i think the overarching theme for me was actually this idea of home and you know where where that is what it feels like what it looks like what it tastes like and um from there it was really easy to kind of work the album kind of like backwards I guess because you have the sense. end goal and then you can work it you know work it backwards so how long have you been working on it from start to finish way too long it's been a long time <laughs> um that's okay I think I think uh it's it's just gone I mean like recording and producing it because I'm doing all that myself right um that's been I think the best part of about eight months now um on that level but I think um, prior to that, I've been working on the album probably for another year, um, wow. just with like ideas and yeah, I mean, I released the first single in April as well. So, yeah. um, it's been, it's been a long like process, but I think I would do it this way again, going forward because I just have so much time to get things right, you know? That makes sense. And, uh, you know, right before we started recording here, you were like, oh, I'm in lockdown, so I'm spending a lot of time sleeping, I'm spending a lot of time inside. And 
And I'm actually happy that you brought up the one man band thing. Cause that's something that interests me so much just on a personal level. I always become yeah. so jealous of people that can really wrap their head around an idea and take it from seed, you know, to full flower like yourself. So this isn't necessarily a question, but sort of just the whole package of how, how do you do it? Like, what got you started in music? What made you want to learn how to produce and what got you to this point? Um, I, I don't I don't really know, to be honest with you, because <laughs> okay. um, I, like, I, grew, I grew up, you know, surrounded by music, but none of my family are, uh, you know, super musical. Um, okay. Besides maybe my sister. Oh, sorry. Um, she studied music. Well. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like I said, like up around music. Um, oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I was just saying that. Um, yeah, like when when I was growing up, I was always around music. So you know, country and folk and you know, old stuff that my dad used to listen to as well. So, um, but then when it was come came time to you know recording music, I always liked to explore. So I always was, you know, sitting down at a piano or a guitar or, or a banjo and just playing around. And I found it super easy to um, connect all those things. And then when I got into, you know, going in and studying music and studying how you do it and put it all together, um, it became a lot easier. Like, I feel like I, th- I think people think it's um, a super daunting challenge and it is. But sure. um, there, there are ways that you can kind of like there's like ways that you can like cheat it, you know, so you don't right. have to be doing it's not all about the like, like the recording process. It's more yeah. about for me, like the music. I don't really, I don't really care how it sounds. Like I just okay. care that the songs are done. If that makes sense. Yeah. I understand that. I also, I don't want you to shortchange yourself and be like, Oh, it's not that hard. It's not that hard because you're saying that as someone who has gone through this process and has spent, you know, the better part of two years to put this thing together so I do want to give you the credit for what you've done so far because it is not an easy task. Thanks, man. That's really nice of you. Totally. And uh, I actually, I wanted to talk a little about uh, your your podcast that you host as well. That was something that you mentioned. That oh, yeah. Really, really cool. Um, also called Catharsis, or at least part of the album title. Could you sort of break down what you're talking about and what, uh, what subjects you get into? Man, it's like a, it's, I always refer to the podcast as like a Frankenstein's monster. Like it's, there's so <laughs> okay, much stuff, cool. there's, there's so much stuff that we go into on there. Sure. Um, I think, I think the main thing that we like really look into is, is, is kind of what it means to be a musician, um, okay. you know, from, you know, pretty biased standpoints and from the way that people are kind of, um, you know, I, I like to work with people that are really authentic um, so having these people that were on there, it really gave me a chance to look at like different avenues of music that were super real for these people, sure. um, that I probably don't tap into, um, because, you know, I kind of work in my own stream and, um, you know, I, I rarely don't have time to collaborate. Um, so hearing these people was also a chance to like champion these artists as well. But yeah, it's, it's kind of more about like what it means to be a user, I guess. Well, do you find that talking to these people has helped you in your own music creation and production, or at least like tips and tricks? Absolutely. I think um, talking to any musician or creative will help you in 
like anything. I, I, I mean, I, just, I don't even think that's like applicable just for music. I think there's such a dependence on, you know, um, uh, in Australia particularly, there's a, a huge dependence on artists um, doing things for people. Um, whereas, you know, that's not why we're doing things. It's kind of like we're, we're just releasing music or we're just, you know, actors or where we just want to create and we want to, you know, experience things. Sure. Um, so working with these other artists, it really just drives home that there are other people that are, you know, really, really invested in what they're doing. And it's super nice to see because, you know, like I said, working in such a small little box for myself in the last, you know, six months particular in lockdown, it's been nice, you know. Totally. No, it is nice having having conversations with people and not just, you know, having conversations with yourself inside of a room. So I don't blame you. That's right. So obviously I want to keep the focus on this album, but at the same time, you know, as someone that is probably always creating and, you know, is always musically inclined to do something, do you have any idea of what you may want to do in the future as far as sounds go? Do you want to experiment? Uh, or is that just yeah. a, a thought way far in the future? You know, it's actually really funny. I was ta- I was talking to my housemate about this probably like last week. Yeah. Um, about um, he's working on an album or an EP at the moment too. And oh, um, nice. You know the the way that we the way that we've um been you know looking into sounds has been really interesting for me because like I'm always I've always been super centered on like you know the folk, um, country blues sure. sound. Um, but as I've been in, in produce, as I've been in producing, it's, um, it's been, uh, really easy to into like, you know, an indie pop world, which has been super fun as well. Yeah. So yeah, so that's I guess, something that I might look into later on. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess take your time with it, see what happens and, uh, obviously focus on this album rollout first <laughs> and get the <laughs> feedback. I, I just think it's like, it's one of those things of like, you know, I, I always want to experiment with my music sure. and I always want to be able to challenge myself and push myself forward. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think um, the more I, the more I look into doing different things, the more I kind of end up going back to what I'm, you know, what I'm good at. Um, That's and okay. I, I do want to, yeah. And I'll experiment later on. And I think it's, I actually think it's a good thing because it, it keeps me in line with what um, I want my music to be about. irrespective of style and genre i think that's kind of the way to go especially if you're going to put out say like a folk album or something along those lines let's say for example it's a 10 song album and you throw in an indie pop track completely out of left field kind of throws off the vibe and the atmosphere of it all i think that if you were going to experiment with something like that just put out a single and get the feedback on it. And then if it gets, you know, if that's something, you know, an avenue that you want to keep exploring, make an EP or album, but making an album that jumbles up a little bit of everything is just uh, a little too out of place in my opinion. But I think you've figured that out. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, um, <laughs> it's hard to get the balance of, you know, sounds right at the best right. of times. Totally. Especially when you're working in one, you know, like one genre. I mean, you listen to it all the time. Like yeah. some artists bring out stuff that's like, you know, like a collection of things and you go, wow, this would work on like, you know, three or four different albums, not necessarily on this one. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a really good way to learn how to balance your sounds, I think. I agree. That's why, yeah, you always have to keep uh, listening and 
taking notes and you know demos and, and whatever it is but uh i want to i can want to keep focusing a little bit on this one man band process mainly because i want to know about the process of how you work how does it really start for you does it start with a lyric that you think up or an idea or a baseline that gets thrown in what is your process um i, I don't know i I think it's it's so dependent on the song, you know. It, it really is, and um, I I have my guitar. I call him Steve. Steve's my guitar, and um, <laughs> normally what it normally what happens is I'll I'll pick up Steve um, most days, probably you know when I wake up, yeah. and um, I'll just fiddle around with you know I love I love playing in E flat, so okay. um, each day I'll play a little bit in E flat, and normally I'll come up with some sort of riff, and um, but I think like for for this album, it's been looking at like I said like I had the I had the idea of what the theme of the album was going to be and it made it super e easy to like kind of put things in place sure. um, about what song should go where and how it leads into those things so I, I had a guide um, and I had like you know this um, I come from theater so I, I had this like emotional storytelling journey yeah. that was kind of um, you know in place for the album that I felt had you know, a complete resolution and like kind of broken into three acts. Um, but the process for most of the stuff is sit down, struggle to write anything for two and a half hours, have a coffee break, sure. go down and then come back upstairs and suddenly you're really inspired. It's, it's, um, there's no like method to my madness. It is madness. Yeah, like it's absolute in, madness, but, but um, yeah, there's no method to it really. It, it does, it is super, depend on the song i think if i was working on pop um i would know what to do a little bit better like i, oh, I would know i'm going to sit down and get like this i'm going to get this groove or i'm going to get this baseline going um but with this it's been an absolute nightmare it really has yeah i mean the creativity never never comes when you need it to you're just yeah, wasting your time thinking and trying and it never hits drink a coffee go for a walk around the block and it <laughs> happens when you least expect it so i don't blame yeah. you have you found that there's one specific thing about the process that you enjoy the most, whether it be actually like finding that spark or even putting the finishing touches on a song? Um, I think I think the most exciting part is the beginning process okay. of writing a song. Um, for me anyway, because um, I feel like that that's obviously something new and creative and there's a new energy that you can kind of explore. Um, but I do think... Um, you know, there's nothing more finite than putting the finishing touches on a song and yeah. being like, I don't have to touch that again. You know, I don't That's have to true. stress about this song. Um, but yeah, I think all of it's super fun. But I think the the starting process, mostly because you go, I don't know if I've heard this, you know, and if I haven't heard this, I don't know if other people have. Sure. And it's a really cool way to like get into a creative space when you're struggling because then you go, well, how if no one's heard this, I have free range. Like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I can tackle this, you know, um, diatonically, non-diatonically, you know, complex rhythms, um, however I want to do it. Um, yeah, it's been, I think that's the most exciting part, for sure. See, the beginning part seems like it would be the most stressful to me. Like, I want to start something, but I don't know where to start. What do I do? And then you're just, you know, the stress builds on it or builds on itself. So I guess, it's, I guess. I think for me, it's like... Happen. Yeah, I just I think as well. Like I'm a super anxious person normally too. Sure. So um, I think um, I think I'm mostly you know 
<laughs> more anxious of actually like pressing the release button, um, you know, and it's uh, like, it's scary to write new stuff because you have to trust your process. And, um, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm always good up until I have to press the button that says, you know, release the music. Cause then I'm like, Oh fuck. Well now I, Oh, sorry. I don't know if I can swear. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to, I was, I was just like, Oh no, I don't know. Sorry. I should have asked. Um, okay. that it's, was fine. Uh, fine. yeah, it's just stressful because then I have to think more about, yeah, I just have to think more about what's going into the album than exactly. like, or how people are going to see it more than, yeah. But yeah. I think as long as you enjoyed it, making it and you had fun in the process you have to take yourself a little bit easier try not to take those opinions of those that are listening i know it's tough because you know you spend so much time and you want them to love it as much as you love it but uh you know take it with a grain of salt i suppose yeah for um, sure no i agree with that yeah it's yeah. it's also like working in a social media space too uh, you know yeah. like Instant like everything everything's totally and everything that you do it's like i mean i'm pretty lucky because i think most of that like most of the people that i have on instagram are my friends like really good friends and and they're always super supportive of me um and they'll always tell me like you know this works or this doesn't right so i don't have to worry about that it's just more people that i don't know you know that are are listening which is like the difficulties of being a songwriter and releasing music because that's part of the process but also that. it's not for them anyway it's it's for me like i'm writing the music for me and at the end of the day like i i always understand that and when i release it right it will be you know it's not on it's not on me anymore it's on them i fully agree and i think because the stories that you're telling are so personal to yourself not only is the music beautiful but also the message and as someone that is getting the message out and obviously like you're reliving these traumas or experiences of whatever they may be i can only assume that it's going to make you feel better taking what's in your head and putting it onto paper mm-hmm. yeah no that's it that's a that's a really fair um yeah no that's absolutely true I, I was saying to someone else that like whenever i write a song um i feel like these weights lift off my shoulder you know yeah and yeah. it's super and it's super therapeutic because uh, like it's not always things that I feel super open talking about with my friends um and in Australia there's like a super like I don't know I feel <laughs> this might be getting into more like a social thing but I think in Australia there's there's a, a real emphasis on dudes being like dudes you know and not super like not being super open and stuff so I think yeah um being able to being able to like express myself through music has been super rewarding you know what that is a stereotype of all men all over the world you are not alone i think that is i think that obviously the internet has helped a little bit to bridge that gap of men and guys having feelings because like we're humans but at the same time it's a lot it's a lot different when it's like I'm sorry. I I think there's a difference between like going to therapy and talking to a therapist rather than like, I'm going to take this pain and I'm going to make it into a beautiful song for the world. Absolutely. And people take that and they're like, they're either okay with it or they're not okay with it. But I don't think that they realize that 99% of the artists that they listen to are doing the same exact thing, whether it's an upbeat, funky vibe, but you're not listening to the lyrics and what it's actually about. 
the, the thing with like musicians, I think, is that we're all <laughs> in some way, like we're all, I think, a little bit anxious, you know, like sure. because we're in a world where we have to be so open with our feelings and our emotions. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's a lot of feedback <laughs> that comes your way, you know, totally. a lot of feedback. And that's and that's great. Like, I love feedback. I'm a huge fan of it. I, I crave it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that like being in that world comes with those difficulties. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's in kind of the same boat, I think. I, I fully agree. And yeah, and it's never going to get easier. It really isn't because in order to write and get music out there, you have to live your life and get these experiences and they may not always be positive. So I just That's say right, keep, yeah. keep doing what you're doing and you're doing a great job while you're doing it. Don't let anyone give shit until you're doing a bad job. So thanks, man. Yeah, Thank man, you. Of course, of course. Um, I've only got a couple more questions for you at this point. I do want to know though, because we're a music blog and we're always trying to, you know, recommend local artists or even just, you know, whatever's on your playlist. What are you enjoying these days? Is there any friends that you can shout out who are also doing big things? Man, I, I, I feel like anyone who listens to my podcast knows the, how much I love Jacob Collier. Love him. Yeah, love great. him, love him, love him, love him. Love him, love him more than like life itself. He's <laughs> sure. um, but um, I, I have to shout like some of the amazing artists that I've been super lucky to work with, like a Madison Varley um, who worked on I Call Home with me. Kaylee Garner, who's working on um, That Funny Feeling With Me, which we're releasing on the 22nd. Um, you know, Caitlin Copperberg, Jonathan Nash Daly, um, go, all these guys there. If you haven't heard any of their stuff, you need to go. And I will. To them. I have not. Um, they're they're amazing. That's awesome. They're amazing. Like, I, I, like John, Jono is one of these, is, is this one eclectic dude who, like, he's my housemate and he, he just... Okay loves throwing himself into all these different genres and it's super it's actually pretty inspiring to see but yeah all these everyone that i've ever had the privilege of working with uh i cannot champion them enough i think that i sometimes actually most of the time think they're more deserving of you know some of the stuff that i've been very lucky to have in my career so far because they're like honestly amazing and they're so haven't been yeah. broken by the industry yet you know like there's no <laughs> like there's everyone else, that's of like, course. yeah there's like it's like nothing that's like you know broken them down just yet so they're super authentic and real and it's it's really awesome to see well thank you for the recommendations i'll definitely make sure to check them all out um, please i have one more question for you at this point basically the question is is for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time what is sort of an opening message that you have for them as they you know dive into the album i don't know if this is cliche or not but i think the main message is that it's okay, like to be you and it's okay to, you know, have these feelings and insecurities and doubts. And that's what makes us human, you know, like all of this that I'm looking at in this album um, is it's for me, you know, it's, it's my journey and it's my exploration of my own mental health and, you know, what it's been like for me, particularly in lockdown. Like I think since then, um, since the lockdowns happened, it's been quite a difficult time for me. But um, yeah, I think it's just a, and I, it's just the message of you know feel your feelings and it's okay. Like um, people are going to be there to support you. I think that's the whole idea of this album. It's not cliche at all. It's one hundred percent true. And I, yeah. uh, I I just I want to thank you so much for just being open and honest about everything that I've asked you. It's been a really 
it's been a huge pleasure getting to speak with you and I really can't wait for the record to be officially out. Mate, thank you so much for having me. I, I have enjoyed it. It's very nice to talk openly. You don't get to do it a lot when you're in your room by yourself because then you just no. end up talking to yourself, you know? So right. it's nice That's to, not it's healthy. Nice to, <laughs> That's not it's, healthy. it's not, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's actually quite confronting when that happens. But yeah, it's, um, it's nice. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're very welcome. And for everyone else out there, by the time that this comes out, my mind catharsis will be out. Give it a listen. Give it a stream. Follow along with Zach Goldfinch for everything that is, you know, on the way and, and in the future. I have, uh, I have only positive feelings about the future for you. Big things are on the way. And I, again, I sincerely thank you for taking the time out of your day. Um, I hope you have a great rest of the day as I begin to end my day. <laughs> thank you, man. I, like I said, I, I'm super grateful um, for your time and, and for your, also your authenticity as well you know, in talking to me. It's, it's very nice. So thank you. You're very welcome. All right, man. Take care. We'll talk soon. Thank you, buddy. See ya.